1: Back here on Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy, Mike to tell you with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Before we go to Pete, Bob, you got a yeah. No, a text no, 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 no. To read. I'm
3: telling you, a lot of Saints fans who are Nation members, they kind of think along these lines. Even though we think Alvin Kamara is a, a great back, uh, this is from uh, 6818. He goes, Bobby, Mike, the Saints need to trade Alvin Kamara for future draft picks. Running backs, uh, especially this day and age, are, are a dime a dozen. Your thoughts. I-, I would agree with that, Mike.
1: And, and the, the one under it, when you ask... What is a team willing to pay for a guy that's not going to be there half the season? Just ask the Browns. Okay. Oh, look the, at the Browns got Watson. a quarterback. Yeah, that was a it's, quarterback. That's it's not a running back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, ding, 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 uh, it didn't register. That quarterback, they think, is going to be there for the next 10, or 11 years. You're not going to have a running back that long. Pete, uh, thanks for joining us. But your thoughts, the devaluation of the running back position in the NFL, you see it more and more now uh, than ever before where – you know, hey, listen, you get four or five years out of a back, you move on to the next
3: one. Well, well, well Pete, like Mike's saying, who, who, who? the last high first round draft pick, Saquon Barkley, first round? I mean, uh, think about it.
4: Yeah. And he's been hurt a lot.
1: Yes, he has. Let
4: me tell you, that's a, you know, it's a, it's a high, you know, hey, Bobby, you know, it's a, I mean, those guys take a pound in, man. Right. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a high risk position I nothing. Yeah, it's high it's risk, high, high reward. You're right. Yep. Everybody's got one.
3: Yeah, and, and Pete, a lot of teams feel like they could uh, find a back that's going to contribute at a high le- level in the later rounds. And, yeah. it, and it, you it can done, find them there. Yeah, it it's not ha- like at the quarterback yeah, position. It doesn't have to be a first-rounder.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> look at you look at all the third and fourth round picks running backs that are starting in this league. It's, it's unbelievable uh, how that has worked out. Pete, uh, one of the things, Ryan Nielsen, and every time I talk to Ryan and tell him about who's the biggest influence, and he was like, come on. You ask me that every year, but it's two guys. Pete Jenkins, at Ogeron. Your thoughts on, on Ryan getting to be, uh, become the new defensive coordinator. Well, you got to uh, be proud. You, yeah. you,
3: you got to be like a proud papa, right? You poke it out your chest. Um, I am. <laughs> I'm,
4: really, I'm really happy for him. you know, um it's all about what the end game, what you got in mind. I, I can remember saying to you before, Mike, Ryan really wants to be a head coach, Yep. okay, and you know, there's a process involved, right and this is a this is a step in the process, and uh he's really excited, you know he got called the two preseason games. In New Orleans, two of the preseason games, and um, he's excited, and I'm excited for him. I I think it's a great it's a great step for him towards something that he wants, which is that head job.
3: Now, uh, you know what, uh, Pete? I I thought, and we all thought, the Saints' defense uh, was going to do this at the beginning of the season. When you look at scoring defense, and, and what's your all through the years, maybe your evaluation. Uh, I looked at the Saints defense. They were limiting opponents to sixteen points per game in the last nine games. Uh, but they average just uh twelve and a half points per game in that span and they were four and five. But if this day and age if you limiting opponents oh, in the teens, hell yeah, you should win, right?
4: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And you know, I I would tell Ryan, I said, you know, Charlie Pell, who I worked for at the University of Florida he used to tell the offense. He would say, "Offense, you got to put a little enthusiasm in the defense's cup." <laughs> and and I would tell Ryan, I said, "You know, but you can tell them all you want. Don't look at the scoreboard. Don't worry about that. But it's natural to know that you're not. You can't give up many points. If you do, you're going to get beat." And uh, I thought, you know, but I thought the latter part of the season, I don't know, eight or nine games or so that I thought they really played well, especially right? up front. Yeah, I did. Uh, Pete. He wasn't happy. There was a time there. I want to say it was around the Panthers. But he he was down about it. Uh, yeah, in fact, Denver, his yeah. words to me were, this is the worst we've played since I've been here. But let me tell you, every week he was, I mean, he he'd get, he got more excited about it. And he thought the guys were really playing hard and doing doing. It's good a job, you know, under those conditions, it, you know, offense just beat. I mean, the defense. It helps points help the defense,
3: man. Yeah, and, you know, Peter. Along those lines, now he's a D coordinator with the Falcons. Can I don't know if he can. I mean, I think he can still motivate him. Can he make Grady Jarrett better? Because uh, the, the, that how dude, much better? He's really uh, no, good no, now <laughs> because he would start for every NFL team. Yeah, I think
4: Grady's Grady. Uh, yep. Right. You got to get I, the other guys going. If I, job, <laughs> if I took that job, he'd be the last guy to be worried about. You know, I said, okay, <laughs> "Right, right." I agree. <laughs> you be, you be Grady, okay? And uh, he's, you know, I don't think there's a lot around Grady though.
1: Um, I agree with that's you there. True.
4: Yep. I, I don't think I asked him when he called me to tell me about the job. I asked him. I said, "Well, I know Grady. Who else you got?" And he said, "Well." Nobody you'd ever heard of. Nobody. That ain't good. That ain't good. You know. But but look, he'll he'll do a great job. He's you know he's such a great worker, and uh, you know when when he had me come to NC State years ago when I first worked with him, it's really funny because they tell the story. When I left, he went up to his office and he took two trash can bags. And he poured all of his notes, all of his books, his playbooks. He put them all in those two trash cans, I mean, two garbage bags, and walked them down to the uh, dumpster and threw them in the dumpster. <laughs> and, and he started all over. He started all over with the things that, that we try to do. And he's done a great job, I think, uh, with, you know, there's times Ryan has been playing basically free agents and low draft choices. Except for the ends, now the ends, right, the right, Cam right, well, well, uh, Jarn and Davenport yeah, and all them, yeah, now, Peyton, yeah Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Turner, right, right, yeah, yeah. But the inside guys, I thought played extremely well. And Shy has gotten where he's. Shy makes a lot of plays. Shy
3: Turtle, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: And that was the guy Ryan tried to recruit to North Carolina State because he was yeah. a North Carolina guy, and he goes to Tennessee, and he has a ton of injuries there. And then yeah. you know when it came down to. Trying to recruit him, it was Ryan that got him here in New Orleans. Well, well, well,
3: and you know, Pete, I was telling Mike this. I was on a radio station in Atlanta today, uh, guys that I worked with in the past, and I'm just telling you, all I know is a guy like David Onyemata. He, he didn't even know, like, okay, what pads, where did they go? Uh, he might have knew how to put on his jock, but he's like thinking, yeah. okay, well, where did the pads go here and there? How he was like yeah. a virgin of American football. Coming from Africa, he goes to Canada, and think about this his experience he's getting already in pro football. Not high school or college, basically. It's like in pro football and how much
4: he's developed. And I think Ryan was a big part of that. You're absolutely right, Bobby. You're absolutely right. And and, uh, David, of course, would tell you that. You know, when he was a free agent three years ago, he would call me. David would call me and he'd say, this team is talking to me. What's their D-line coach like? And, you know, I never did really say anything bad about anybody, but I would say to him, I'd say, well, David, he ain't Ryan. And, you know, he turned down some teams to stay in New Orleans because, you know, he, he knew that Ryan had really helped him along the way. Right. The first time Ryan ever brought him to me, I'm telling you, he didn't know if it was pumped or stuffed. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he was just, I mean, he was green as a gourd. And and uh, right. David is David's done a great job. He really has. And Ryan Ryan's behind all that, man. I mean, he's, he's and I think I think Tuttle's the same way. When I first started working with Tuttle, Ryan first sent him to me. He he's come a thousand miles since that time. I, if, if you look at stats, he made some plays him this year. A lot of tackles, badly ball. This
1: was his Did best you know season, Pete. Yes, no question, so. it, it was his best season, Pete. What's your thoughts? On today's NFL and really in college football too, uh, offensive coaches to be hard as head coaches, man, it's like if it's ten, nine of them are on the offensive side of oh. football. Now and, and we living in the era where Whoa. the two greatest coaches of our lifetime, Nick Saban on defense, Belichick, uh, you know, with the Patriots, man, and, and yet now. The swing right. is heavily and I mean it is really, really uh, uh, favored toward the offense. And,
3: and you know, Pete, like Mike's saying, okay, uh it's 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 uh it's cyclical, so to speak. Yeah. What have you done yeah. for me lately? You know what yeah. help um go that narrative uh with that narrative on the offensive side? When the hell the Bills did. And yeah. who's their head coach? Yeah. Mike, defense. And all of a sudden, Sean McDermott is like, what? No, we got to go offense. We got to go offense. Listen, Sean McDermott, he knows what he's doing. But if you don't win, if you don't win the big game, we got to go offense. We got to go offense.
1: It makes a difference that Brian Dabble. Uh, man, what he was doing with him uh, offensively. With Josh Allen. Uh, with yeah. Josh Allen. He goes to the Giants, and, you know, you, you watch Daniel Jones. He looked like a different player. Uh, all
3: of a sudden, they're saying paying Daniel Jones 32000000 million. I'm like, $32 yeah. million? He better uh, sat out a year for a million. Uh, yeah, I'm like saying, like, what the? I mean, okay, and I think Daniel Jones is an NFL quarterback. But $32 million, I mean, I could say 22 $25 million is still a lot of yeah. money, but ain't no $32 million quarterback.
4: Y'all got to remember that old saying, though. Def- I mean, offense sells tickets. Defense wins championships. And I think it's still true, but I think people, you know, they want to be entertained. They want long Amen. passes. Amen. Yes. You know, they, Bobby, you know, I mean, they, they want to be entertained, and entertainment really comes to them from uh, most people, 90% 90, or 95% comes to them on offense with long runs or long passes or whatever, you know.
0: You know, they don't see the beauty of the defense.
3: uh, uh, Coach Jenkins, I I don't want to throw you, but I got to bring this up because I saw the beauty. I got goosebumps and I was a former NFL quarterback. When I saw Hassan Reddick all of a sudden make the hit on Brock Purdy out of the game when he went for his elbow. We thought about you, Pete. uh, Oh, Pete, I'm like thinking, yeah, okay, uh, don't hit the quarterback in the head. Don't go for their knees. Hit them too high. Hit them too low. Just attack that arm. Knock the ball out. You might break the arm, but they can't call a penalty. How can you legislate that? Going forward, they never could call that. That's how you stop top offenses. I don't care. if Pat Mahomes, whoever, go for that quarterback's arm. And uh, Hassan Redick, uh boy, I give him a lot of credit because yeah. here he causes a fumble, and look at the impact yeah. of the game. The game was done. You influenced the, game. the whole game because of that.
4: Absolutely. I'm going to tell you, though. They're going to legislate some stuff. I see it coming.
3: What? How can they? So what? I'm going for the ball. Coach Jenkins, you say, like, okay, how can y'all like uh, uh, call that against a defensive player? I'm going for the ball. So it just so happens that their arm or their hand is holding the football. Come on. Then you might as well
4: just grab the flag.
1: Yeah, flag football, Pete. I don't want to see that. I know. I don't want to see it either,
4: but I'm telling you, they, I see it coming. I see it coming. They're going to they're gonna legislate something about that arm. I don't know how they're going to word it. But, hey, I spend so much time teaching kids, hey, insure the sack with the inside arm. Yep. Tomahawk the ball out with the outside up the arm. I was and, telling and, uh, that to Bob. Right, right.
1: I, I hear it from you when you do the yeah. line camp and how much oh, you yeah. teach that particular part out. of the game. Get it
4: out. Get it out. Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of the biggest plays in football, man. Just like you talking about boy making it last week. Hassan strip Reddick, sack, yeah. strip sack is it, boy? It's, you know that's a big thing now. It
3: really is. No, that gets me excited. I'm a quarterback, and I don't even know. That That gets me excited. When I seen Hassan Reddick.
1: Because you know why, Pete? Yeah. Richard Dent ended his uh, uh, career, uh, okay, basically, listen. doing the exact same <laughs> that, that, thing.
3: Yeah. The same injury happened against me. So people say, hey, Bear, what are you, you can't relate. I can't relate. Richard Dent and the Bears did that to me. Tough. And my ligament, And uh, all I know is, it, oh, is that like, I'm looking at the trainers. I don't know. I said, my elbow's messed up. I got numbness. I can't hold the football. But it impacts the game. And it Back's right. The game. Uh, don't you want to win as a team? Bobby, I want yeah. you
4: to bring Bobby to the football camp in Thibodeau. <laughs> and we've got a drill. I want him to help, you know, just hold
3: the ball in throwing position. Well, and, and, and you and know he what? can show him the score. Pete, I can show him, and I, I can tell you right now I don't care how strong, how big your hands are, but your grip. If you yeah. come. And, 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 and come on, and, and you a top defensive lineman. They ain't no quarterback in the world strong enough that they ain't fumbling. They fumbling. I, I, I'm telling you, they they ain't possessing that ball. That that's why. Don't you don't have to cream them and and put them into the turf or, or knock them out or hit them too low. You blow their knee. I'm telling you, you go for their arm. They're gonna fumble or the ball might pop up in there. It's an the interception.
4: Whatever. I preach it all the time, man. Go for that damn arm. Yeah, I
1: agree with you. 100%. Coach, uh your thoughts, uh last question before we gotta go to a break, but uh Vic Fangio gets the uh defensive coordinator's job finally. It looked it was patty cake all over the board. You you had spent some time with the Dolphins and that defense. Yeah,
4: it, it, did he get that
1: job today? Uh, I think it was finally announced officially today. Yeah, the rumors yeah. were we that talking he, about might this? Yeah, Denver, yeah, yeah, he might yeah, go to Denver. He might go to San Fran. Yeah. Who, who knows with Vic?
3: But, but then my, the Dolphins. I, I think that's a great situation but for him.
1: Come I, on, coach. The Dolphins' defense last year they were too, they huh? weren't very good at all.
3: but but but, but, but Vic special. Front, I think Vic special. Their
4: front is really good, Mike. Yeah, I
1: I agree. Talent wise Yeah, I agree.
4: Well, they played. Well, let me let me just say this: Wilkins led the league in tackles for defensive linemen. Yep. And fifth was the other tackle, which is a boy named Zach Sealer. So they had the number one and the number five front guy that that made they led the they were they were first and fifth in the league in the league. And those two, they got a young defensive end that boy when he learns to play. Jalen Phillips, you talking about. Phillips, Phillips, yeah. yeah. When he learns to play, I tell you, he reminds me of Trent Cole when I hit him at the Eagles. One day Coach Reed said to me, he said, Pete, boy, you got Trent making some plays, man. And I said, Coach, yes, he is really making a lot of plays. I said, you know, the (laughs) only bad thing is, He's making big plays for both teams. <laughs> you know, hell, I got, to, I got, to, I got to get him where He's just making big plays for us. But that's the way. That's the way that young boy is. He makes, he, he makes great plays for the Dolphins, but he makes a lot of errors. He'll be, he'll be really good next year. though. Hey, and hey, you know, the, the D line coach down there is one of my. He, he works, Cal Bear, you know, Cal Bear, yep. that's him. He, yeah, and Derek LeBlanc is his assistant.
3: Well, uh, Pete, uh, I know uh, the football fan that you are, and we're all intrigued uh, what's going to come about with the Super Bowl. I mean, to me, I would be shocked if you picked the Chiefs, because I think no, because you know why? Guess who Pete worked for? Andy Reid, but wait, but, in wait but wait, but wait, but wait, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs can't hold the Eagles or, or, or the are the, 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 the Eagles' offensive or defensive line job. I
1: agree with that uh, we got the, the, the,
3: the, the, the Eagles had
4: seventy sacks. Come on, the Eagles are too good up front. Yep, on both sides of the football. But their I repeat that their line uh, of scrimmage. <laughs> exactly, they're too good. They're too good. Now, you know, my heart is with Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid. I mean, those four years I was with him, I wouldn't take anything for it. But I'm like you. I don't think they can handle either side, either line of scrimmage. That's what I think.
1: Because when you he win did. up front, because it, it'll be the ultimate test now. The best player in the game in Mahomes. Now yeah. he goes up against an Eagles defensive line. Pete, they had 15 more sacks than anybody in the NFL. 70 sacks. Right, right, right. Uh, no,
3: uh, You let Pat Mahomes uh, uh, win this Super Bowl, they're going to build a statue of him outside <laughs> Arrowhead Stadium. Hey, he if he does... He would have earned it.
4: I'll just say uh, it. exactly. That <laughs> is, that is a look. I got somebody sent me a uh, tweet or a twit, whatever you call it, most things, and it's got three. It's got three San Francisco defensive plays on it, and that, and and it's got their runs with long runs and touchdowns. I mean, you talking about blocking those folks? It was unreal. That damn Philadelphia offensive lines. They <laughs> yes. the real.
3: That ain't no joke. Pete, thanks uh, no, so no.
1: much for joining us tonight. Man, we always oh, yeah, appreciate always it. Do. You always do a great job, brother. Appreciate it. All right, always
4: Pete. Enjoy. All right,
1: see you guys. All righty, Pete Jenkins, legendary defensive line coach. Uh, Jackie Jarrell said it the greatest to ever walk on a football field as a defensive line coach. Well,
3: that's Pete knows that's how you coach up-and-coming defensive linemen. Uh, we can't and touch it's the quarterback. exactly what he does. But you can touch their arm. We'll if be, they're holding the ball, just, we'll knock be back back, with more sports just break his, his arm. The they, they won't call
2: a penalty.